2,000 years ago, the Apostle Paul wrote a letter of encouragement to a group of Christians who were suffering at the hands of antagonistic unbelievers. And in the midst of the suffering, they didn't ask why. In fact, Paul bragged to other believers, other Christians and churches about this group of Christians because of their continued patience and their faith in the midst of what was really persecution. They endured persecution. And, and that's not only true for those Christians in Thessalonica 2,000 years ago that Paul was writing to, but that's been true for Christians throughout church history, including today, throughout many places in the world. Now, what's interesting to me about Paul's words to these Christians recorded in his second letter to them is that after he commends them for their patience and their faith and their endurance in the midst of persecution, he writes that their example was proof, or what he says in verse 8, uh, actually verse 5, manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God. It was manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God. Now, there's a lot of discussion when you look at these verses and then you go and look at what scholars and commentators have to say. There's a lot of discussion among them about what exactly is Paul saying was an example or proof of the righteous judgment of God. Was it the endurance and patience of these believers going through these things or was the tribulation and persecution that they were experiencing, was that the example of manifest evidence of the judgment of God. There's all kinds of discussion about that, but it seems like what Paul is saying is that their patience and their endurance in the midst of judgment was an example to others of the manifest judgment of God. In other words, when they patiently endured afflictions because of their faith and their hope that was securely fixed in eternity with God, it, it was saying to those who were afflicting them, that they had trust and hope that God would ultimately vindicate them, that God would ultimately take retribution upon those who were persecuting them, and he would do so righteously. And really, when you study both the Old and New Testaments of Scripture, you find that this is the promise of Scripture, that God will give rest to those who trust in him and have faith in him in eternity. He will give them rest but he will righteously judge those that persecute them with, look at what verse 8 says, inflaming fire of vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. So righteous judgment, that's what this passage talks about in verse 5, and then there's a picture of it in verses 8 and 9. And there, there's a growing number of people in our culture who really have a hard time with the idea of righteous judgment, especially the righteous judgment of, of God in eternity. They don't think that the idea of a divine judge is right when they think about that. And I've had dozens of conversations with people who have a really hard time with this idea. But this, I believe, is the argument of people who have never actually experienced 
any true affliction or tribulation or persecution at the hands of antagonistic adversaries. And I don't say that to say that I've experienced true tribulation and persecution at the hands of antagonistic adversaries. I, I don't think I have, but there, there have been Christians throughout the ages, and there are Christians today who are experiencing just that. So the idea of hell, of flaming fire, taking vengeance with everlasting destruction, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, is an abhorrent concept to a growing number of people. People like um, Sam Harris. Sam Harris is a well-known podcaster and um, atheist, and I really find him fascinating. I've been kind of following Sam Harris for a number of years, actually like 20 years since he first came out with a book almost 20 years ago called Letters to a Christian Nation. And one of his biggest issues when you listen to him, one of his biggest issues with people of faith, especially Christians, is the idea of God as judge and the concept of a righteous judgment in eternity. And to Sam, this idea is not only insane, but he has argued, I've heard him say that we ought not to live with that kind of mindset, thinking that there will be a future judgment, because in his mind, living with that kind of mindset just totally ruins life in this life. But I would say that this hope is the very thing that made it possible for the Thessalonians 2,000 years ago and many Christians like them throughout the ages to patiently endure suffering at the hands of antagonistic adversaries and persecutors. The fact that they had hope in God in eternity, that he would reward them with rest and that he would also bring retribution, righteous judgment, just punishment upon those who opposed and persecuted. That was the very thing that made it possible for them to not only endure with faith and patience, but also to exercise love, to abound with love to other people, including their adversaries. In this very passage in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, Paul commends the church because they abounded with love towards all people, including those who were persecuting them. How was that possible? That was possible because those people trusted in God and they believed that their witness, their evangelistic attitude would either be winsome so that their persecutors would turn to Christ, which is actually what happens and happened throughout church history many, many times. Their hope was that by their lives and their patient faith in Christ, those people would either be won to faith in Jesus and turn from their persecution. The guy who wrote this letter, that's exactly what happened. He had been formerly a persecutor. And so they had the hope that either those people would turn to God in faith or that God would vindicate them in eternity and that God would bring righteous judgment. So the hell that is so despised by many, many modern Westerners today is an encouragement and a hope for those who actually suffer. And if you get angry, at the idea of hell and God as a righteous judge, it may actually be an indication that you've never actually suffered. You don't know what hell on earth really is like, and so you cannot fathom hell in eternity. That's something to really think about as you have your coffee this morning. I hope you'll take some time to think about this. We'll see you next time.